Welcome to Behind the Maker Podcast. I'm Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Designs, and I am joined by Mary Lou from Made by Mary Lou. Nicole could not come to the show today. She actually got a really cool gig making some awesome coffins for the uh, very talented, delicious art who we've had on the show in the past. So she worked on those. I actually stole Mary Lou from her house renovation for a precious hour to sit down and talk to a very awesome YouTuber, John from Lincoln Street Woodworks. Normally, you know, our guests have a high presence on Instagram. John actually specializes on his YouTube videos. His videos are full of research on really cool topics. He has a lot of fun in these YouTube videos, always adding humor and movie quotes and all kinds of good things. So if you don't already follow his YouTube, please head on over there and check it out. And I hope you enjoy our intro with just me and Mary Lou chit-chatting about urns, because that's normal. Anyways, have a great day. Bye. We are now recording. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are you gonna go like put flooring down after we talk? <sighs> don't know what I'm gonna do after we talk (laughs) I might I have so like um there's one thing that I've been needing to do on the CNC before I take it down yeah like I really don't want to do it somebody um asked me if I could engrave their urn Ooh. and it's like it's a really nice like kind of pretty modern looking urn made out of walnut yeah but it's like a finished piece that's like you can't four inches up. tall. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to fuck this up. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> fuck it up. And when she told me how much it costs, I was like, I'm going to start making urns. Yeah. It's like you a $400 urn, dude. You know what would be? That's Ooh. a cool field, though, to be in to make like neat stuff like that. I'm saying, I'm like, who's yep. dying? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. They always say business is always booming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wait, 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 one more. People are dying to get in. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta finish it with that one. Hey, everybody. Hello. How's everyone doing? Good. I'm not Nicole. <laughs> he, he already knew. He knew. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. That would have been fun, though. Like, yeah. If you didn't say anything, but like, wow, Nicole, you look different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you dye your hair? Yeah. <laughs> Things have been crazy at the store. <laughs> I wouldn't believe it happened when I dumped that bucket of paint on my head. Right. Oh. <laughs> She's hilarious. She cracks me up. I'm sad she couldn't be here, but I'm super excited to hang out. I'm ready. Well, we were just talking about you. You were. Oh, that's a that's a good thing. Right? Well, of course we stalked you today and Mary Lou got to know you and I kind of refreshed myself because it's been a bit since I've watched them. Um, but I was telling her how I love how you intermingle the movie quotes or like just the random clips from our childhood into things. Yeah. It cracks me up. Like I love those kind of little references in there. Keeps things moving, doesn't it? I and mean, it's a little bit fun. Yeah. My videos tend to be a lot of just talking too. And I can't imagine people want to hear me talk for more than 30 seconds straight. So it gives them a break, right? 
Yeah, they're like your little uh, co-hosts of the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice comic relief. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And then I was uh, mentioning how uh, you're connected to another maker that is like in our little fun group of friends, um, Dre from Crass with Dre. So that was pretty cool. So can I tell you about that story? I, I yeah. think if you've heard this, but mm-hmm. so I was looking at in the shop live on Instagram and I had been watching some of their episodes yep. and I just, I kept seeing as you all know, or as Dre, I right. know something yeah. different. I kept seeing this girl. I said, I know her like, and I just couldn't put my finger on it. And then for whatever reason, it finally clicked. I was like, Dre, I mean, I know in, in Andrea that I grew up with, mm-hmm. that I rode the school bus with for like five years. And then I messaged her, I was like, do you happen to be Andrea Fandetti? And like, we lived behind one another. She's like, yes. And so then of course it played the whole, <laughs> yeah. where have you been? What have you been doing thing? So yeah, that was, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So you're in South Carolina now? Yeah, I'm South Carolina. Okay. Where, where are you, Mary Lou? Where am I? Yeah. I'm in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, Raleigh. Name- All right, I, I thought I saw that on your Instagram. But yeah. You're Raleigh. Yeah. She's about four and a half hours away from me. Yeah. That's cool. It's a long drive between the Carolinas. <laughs> Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. A lot of mileage. I'm yeah. so used to New England where it's like two hours everywhere. I'll yep. be there in 30 minutes. <laughs> Pick a state. Where are we going? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I grew up in Rhode Island, so everything is the farthest yeah. you can go is 30 minutes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are kind of connected everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty neat. So I first of all, I want to know about childhood and all that stuff and like what what your history is before you started doing YouTube. But um just gonna say impressive, like coming out. What six months have you been doing them? Or has it been a yeah, little bit about- longer? uh however long it's been right around april 1st is when i started yeah what a great job at just like building your content up and i like how you just kind of came out and you had a style and you knew who you were right away i thought that was really neat so there was a lot that went on behind the scenes before so like we can use Uh, yeah i I know we've chatted about it a bit the launch yeah Yeah. but there was months of build-up before in terms of like what is this going to look like? What is the brand going to be? All of that. Yeah. So it wasn't just snapped your fingers on April 1st and Lincoln oh, yeah. Street appeared. Right. Um, but yeah, there was, and I didn't know how to film or edit. I mean, I don't know shit about that. I, Mary Lou could give, like teach a thesis class and all of this. I know mm-hmm. nothing about it. And yeah, so that was a steep learning curve to say the least. Yeah. Like, so fortunately I was able to lean on a whole bunch of other things and then I had to get up to speed really quickly on how do you edit audio still eludes me to this day. Like I couldn't even tell you how to color correct and the colors all off in my videos. And it's just, yeah. So much to learn. It feels like. Well, you can tell um, how much forethought went into it. Uh, It's really clean. Um, You know, I, I could immediately, as soon as I went to your channel, I was like, Whoa, this is, this is, kind of crazy like all it's very consistent and it's very um even your topics like what you're saying and what you're doing is so thought out um I I watched the very first one about like buying used tools yeah and just how detailed you are um and right before you were coming on I was telling Tiffany how like how your titles are really spot on because those titles are something that I would google 
if I didn't yeah. know. And yeah, you just did a really good job with all of that. Thanks. Yeah, I bet. still feel like I have miles and miles to go. Like we're just like just leaving the starting gates. Yeah. But yeah, it's, there's so much more that goes into YouTube. I think that people don't realize. I mean, merely you know this, you, you create videos. It's You don't just put a video up and then hope it does well, right? There's, yeah. like you said, you got to write a script. And I say this all the time to my wife because I'm constantly writing scripts and my buddies who I, I run these off of. For me, because I don't do build videos, the script is the build. So it's everything. And there's a significant amount of time that goes into the research, basically crafting every sentence so that you're you're bobbing and weaving, but still telling the story and staying engaging. But yeah, there's there's a lot of behind the scenes that people probably don't realize that goes into one of those videos. Where did you learn all of that? YouTube? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely went to the, right? the school of YouTube for learning yeah. that stuff. Like. Uh, what Mary Lou was alluding to though, like the, the branding element and it being thought out, a lot of that is the day job kicking in. So YouTube is somewhat an extension of the day job, which in some ways is good. In some ways it's bad because it feels like you're, you're always doing the same type of things and the brain's always churning the same way, but yeah, definitely leaning into what I do in the nine to five. What is that? If you can share. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can hey, share. you don't know. Some people we get on here, they can't share what they do. They're mysterious and I, it's kind of fun. You'll find out in a second. It's not secretive at all. <laughs> You're behind a keyboard all day. Yeah. So I, mm -hmm. the, the company I work for sells licensed hats and t-shirts to professional sports teams and colleges. So if you've ever bought like a baseball hat, an NFL hat or t-shirt, same thing, there's a good chance it was from our company. And I basically oversee all of our product and then the go-to-market of that product. So I like to tell people it's all the way from the inception of the idea of the product to the time that it touches the consumer's hands. Mm -hmm. I'm overseeing that and we got a group of people working on that. So how that translates to YouTube, because I know it's not in building stuff, but not that I build, but not so easy to draw a parallel. Um, pretty mindful of how you grow brand, brand voice, value propositions, all of those things, targeting customers. So those are things that are like, at the forefront of every single topic that I decided to do a video on, making sure I'm checking all those boxes every time That's awesome. and, and setting yourself up to hopefully create a video that doesn't totally bomb. So yeah, get that. That's cool. What yeah. did you go to school for? It was just like a business type of degree. There was, there was a focus. This is going to be very weird, but there was a focus in, in golf, right? So the, the, the program okay. was professional golf management. So I was a big golfer and um, wanted to work at a golf course after, but it's really just under the guise of a business degree, really. And that wasn't so fun after school. So then I got into sales and sales eventually with the current company that I'm with and then grew in the company to this role. That's cool. You want to like have that whole Caddyshack experience. Yeah, exactly. Golf course all day. <laughs> yeah, it's not as sexy or as fun as you think. Like you're like, oh, get into the golf. I'll play golf all the time. You never yeah. play golf, right? Yeah. <laughs> You just sit around the golf course going from meeting to meeting. Watching people play golf. I guess yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can you see people playing golf like outside your office window or something? When I was working at the golf course? Oh, yeah. Because you were there and like you're, you're checking them in for their tea time. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith, nice to see you. Hope you enjoy your nine o'clock tea time type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
and just sits there like this out the window all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish that was me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not so fun looking just because it's right there. It's in grass, right? Oh, yeah. I want to go be doing that. So do you golf now, now that you're like just on your I'm, free time or are you just YouTubing on your free time and stuff? You nailed it. I'm, yeah. I'm like totally YouTubing on the free time yeah. at this point. You guys know what a commitment I mean, mm-hmm. Tiff, with your business you got going on, Mary Lou, with everything you have going on, it's just like, there's no time for anything else, it feels like. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Like, I I, I wouldn't be doing the YouTube thing if I didn't enjoy it. Like, it, it's such yeah. a challenge, I feel like. And I, again, I, I feel like I have so much to learn and that's exciting to me. Yeah. Trying it's to figure something focus out. focus on that's just yours. That's what I feel like when all of us with our side businesses, it's like, this is mine. Like, cause you know, we all work for people. So it's so nice to have something that, yeah, this is, this is what I want to dedicate my free time to me. And that, and that was the start of the channel too. Like if you, yeah, if you go back, so um, I'll give you the quick backstory on it. I was furloughed like right when COVID kicked in and all the shutdowns started happening. Obviously there's no sports going on. So no one needs a hat and a t-shirt yeah. for the Bruins when all the games are canceled. Right. So I was furloughed and found myself for the first time building projects for people. I'd always just built for myself. And commission work sucks. Mm-hmm. It does. <laughs> we it agree. Does. Yeah. I don't take them anymore, finally. Uh, I'm, I'm heavily <laughs> taking them. <laughs> I did that for a while, though. I'm sure I will again. But right now, I am not taking them. Yeah. I, but yeah, Mary Lou, I listened to your episode. and I think you said the same thing. Like, it's it's not fun, um, but in some cases it's a means to an end, right? Yeah. So I go, I go back to work in August, but there was still that, how do I put this the right way? Relying on one income stream after the furlough happened, felt like it was a bad position to put the family in going forward. Mm-hmm. And if I could create something that was a side business that doesn't require a substantial amount of time, granted YouTube definitely takes up time, but I'm not out there working 20 hours right. a week right yeah um too. that's the difference th- that's where the the channel came from and I, I actually so i was watching a video i think it was early january of this year guy travis from shop nation it was how much my youtube channel made this year and i've watched a lot of travis's videos really really good and i modeled a lot of my style after him um but he made a substantial amount of money and i said well I don't want to build for people and I can't because I travel all the time and commission work sucks. Mm-hmm. I could talk in front of a camera. Okay. This seems like something I could try. Yeah. So that, that was honestly the start of it. And I, my wife and I say this to each other all the time, like Tiff, you've obviously got your business doing the commissions and the builds. Mm-hmm. The channel is just a business. It's nothing more. It's nothing yeah. less. And it's for whatever reason, I think people like, they feel like it's a cop out when you get into social media just to generate a, a revenue stream. I think it's I don't smart. It. I, I don't see yeah. it that way either. Yeah, it's the way of the future. Right. <laughs> I mean, just... so yeah, so that's how that's that's why Lincoln Street Woodworks exists. Yeah, do you live on Great. Lincoln Street? Um, I did at one point. Okay. No longer. Is it like nostalgic for you? Yeah, it was like so that was an important street for my wife and I and making some friends and whatnot. But yeah, Lincoln Street will always be near and dear to my heart. And it was an easy name for whatever reason, you know, and you're going, and the name came when I was doing commissions for the first time. 
and you don't want to do something generic and have the generic logo with like a saw blade and the yeah. planes of the trees right so yeah i had a saw blade once in my logo yeah. <laughs> lame just kidding <laughs> what a nerd yeah. i fixed that i fixed yeah. it <laughs> If it makes you feel better, Tiff, in my original logo, I had handcrafted in South Carolina. Like I was so cool and yeah, in modern. Yeah, I was like, get that shit out of here. That's wrong. <laughs> we all evolve. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Got to start, right? <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't gone through a logo uh, change. It's okay, we all can't be thing. like you, you know? <laughs> we can all just... Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Lou just exudes cool and like just has it going on. Yeah, I agree. Maker camp. It was hard to avoid her, you know. I just couldn't stay away. <laughs> yeah. Magnetic is how I would describe her personality. She's blushing yeah. now. Eyes, I am. Oh my God, I'm like, okay. <laughs> let's stop talking about her. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm Mary not Lou that jokes cool. on you. We're <laughs> interviewing know. you again. She's on Clubhouse right now, so she can leave quietly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like just that um that meme where um Homer disappears into the bush. <laughs> I love that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I know. It's like usable in any situation totally especially at work i'm like is this inappropriate no <laughs> yeah <laughs> where did you meet your wife how'd you meet her i like to be nosy oh good um so <laughs> we met at a tailgate right after school so i graduated in 2009 from college she's three years older than i am so she was already out of school but we both went to clemson met at a tailgate and the rest is history. That That's was awesome. Like 11, 12 years ago now. Yeah. Long time. She was she wearing orange. She caught of course. Yeah. Yeah. Stood oh. out in the crowd amongst yeah. all the other orange. <laughs> all the other orange. <laughs> you're like, oh, there's something different about her. <laughs> Love that shade you're in. <laughs> I worked with a guy who went to school at Clemson, and that's all he could talk about. <laughs> The school pride, I love it. <laughs> We're a proud Where, folk. Yeah. Where is that? Where is? Yeah, I can't remember. Where's Clemson? It's in South Carolina, so about oh, forty it? minutes from where we live right now. Oh, okay. So you've been there for a while. Yeah. So we we moved from I was in the Clemson area after school, and then we moved to Greenville, which is where we currently live, which is a neat little city right in between Charlotte and Atlanta. Nice food scene, not too big, really awesome downtown. Nice. Absolutely love it here. Yeah. That's great. And you grew up in Rhode Island? I did, right behind Dre, as we all know it. We would, <laughs> honestly, just our houses butted up behind one another. There's obviously wow. some woods behind it, but yeah, small world. What are the odds? I know, right? <laughs> that you like reconnect on club Clubhouse? Is that when you like remet or you were just watching the on, in the shop live stuff i was watching the in the shop live and that's when i messaged her on instagram and she's the one who peer pressure but she didn't really give me a choice she's like you're joining clubhouse she okay. told me yeah. <laughs> come on clubhouse yeah <laughs> i remember when you know like we all started kind of going on there um she did like most of the onboarding oh yeah she handles stuff and like 
<laughs> yeah, teaching people how to kind of use the platform and stuff. Yeah. She's serious. Mm-hmm. I like that though. <laughs> yeah. She means business. And she's, let me tell you this, having rode the bus with her and going to school with her for all those years, she is exactly the same. <laughs> Looks the same, talks the same, acts the same. <laughs> yep. Same person. That's awesome. Hey, she's never yeah. changed. That's good. Yeah. Confident in who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'll be on the show soon. I, I think that was funny. I think we asked you guys on the same. That's how it, we all connected too. We asked you guys to be on the show on the same day. Cause we oh, were, God. we were booking people and I think we booked you first. And then I asked Dre and, and I told her that I had just booked you and she's like, oh, you know what? We just met each other that we knew each other all our whole lives. And I was like, <laughs> that's hilarious. And I think that's like even more how like the coincidence happened. It was, it was pretty funny. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. So wild. <laughs> so woodworking, you said that you were doing, like, how'd you get involved with that? Um, it's not really an exciting story. It's probably like most people you our age who didn't have a background. What's that? I said you needed a table. I needed a table. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm actually, I'm staring at the first thing I, I built or like one of the real first projects. You know how it is. You get a house for the first time. Mm-hmm. You get your pocket hole jig and you just go to town. I could do that. Yeah. However many years later, it's been seven, eight years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it caught your attention, though, because some people just do it and then they'll be done with it. You continued on. So here's what I like about woodworking and what I I think has kept me going all these years. Mm -hmm. You need a really high attention to detail. Otherwise, you know, you're remaking the piece because you cut something too short or whatever. You plant something incorrectly. I have no attention to detail, like none. It's there's this personality test you can do. I don't want to go on a long rant, but we, we do it for work. So we know how to work with each other. And my attention to detail and my patients like are basically off the chart. They're almost unchartable because they're so bad. Yeah. And so woodworking is a good way to like really get outside the comfort zone and force myself, be more, more attentive, mm-hmm. be in the moment type of thing, make a shitload of mistakes, which I do as we all do. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately have this final product that you can say you did it. And I think there's something really rewarding in that, especially when it's something that doesn't come naturally to you. So that's what I love about the whole process. I I agree. agree. (laughs) uh, Patience is a really hard one for me. I have such a hard time, but that's why I kind of like integrated it into my mantra because it's something that I want to work at all the time and woodworking is definitely one of those things that it really helps because you have to you have to be present mm-hmm. it's not only just making mistakes like you can lose a finger you can like yeah. think like really bad stuff can happen so it's like trying not to rush through th- things trying not to um just kind of being impatient it's it's a yeah. great practice agreed that's why i paint too i have that like you get dirty and you're like super high detail and you have to be super attentive in the shop, but then you get to paint and then you just get to just chill. Yeah, <laughs> like I like that balance. Compress. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like, I'll pick my days. Like today is a painting day. Like I need, like, that's why that piece is there. That's I have to paint that after this, after we're done recording. Goonies? <laughs> like, yeah. The Goonies piece. I'm like, I just want to paint it. <laughs> that is yeah. the <laughs> So that's my, uh, what is it? My accountability partner right there. He's yeah. just, you know. 
Everyone needs accountability, buddy. Yep, yep, exactly. Like the next time I have filmed, that better be done. (laughs) (laughs) I I had my husband buy the kids um, tickets to go see a hockey game on Halloween so that I'd have a few hours of free shop time. And I'm forcing myself to record my first YouTube video. So I thought it was fun. Yeah, exactly. But I thought it was really fun that you were going to be on here because I just like, I love all the research that you put into yours. Mine's not going to have any research and probably not any script, but (laughs) (laughs) how to make a Freddie sign, like the one that I have, like the one, two, Freddie's coming for you because I have to make one for an order. So I'm just going to do it and just kind of explain the process and how to use like the one finity. I'm like, finally putting it out there in the world that I'm going to do it. And I carved time away already. So I'm like, I just, yeah, the pressure, but it's good. I like pressure. You seem like you work well under pressure. I do. I, gives me my motivation. Well, I mean, it's hard to carve that time out. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Procrastination is important. I'm a procrastinator too. I'm like you oh, always wait till the end and then crank it out. <laughs> I've been putting it off for too long though. Cause I kept saying, I'm going to start soon. I'm going to do it this week. And I'm like, no, just do it. <laughs> Sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. <laughs> so how long have you been in your current role at work? Like you've been doing that for a long time too. Yeah. I've been in a role like this or similar to this about four years, four and a half years now, I think. So yeah, pretty long time. And do you enjoy it? Yeah, I'm one of those people. Um, I, I get asked this all of the time now by friends who oh, well, watch the, the videos. The, the YouTube, well, they say like, are you gonna, when are you going full-time? Do you want to do YouTube full-time? And the answer is unequivocally, no, never. Like, it's not on my radar at all. Yeah, I'm one of those people who, who likes my job. Um, That's good. I, I'm passionate about what I do. I've got autonomy to make decisions, which is uh-huh. important to me. Like, I... Does it drive me insane most, a lot of days? Of course, but like everyone's job drives them utterly insane. And there's, there's a nice, well, stability is probably the right word to use, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I just talked about how I got furloughed for four months, but yeah, for the most part, it's stable. Well, that was COVID. That's, <laughs> that, was COVID, yeah. that was an anomaly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully Everybody's hopefully no more global that. pandemics. Yeah. I was furloughed every other week for like uh, six months. So we all experience weird things. Yeah. So, but yeah, the YouTube thing, like I have absolutely no desire to do this full time. Like it's, I get stressed out enough doing one video every month and a half, which is about my timeline. I could not imagine having to come out with one every couple of weeks. Like it just, there's no way that I'd be able to handle it emotionally it'd be terrible for my my family <laughs> life I would just be a wreck all the time yours are highly researched and planned so yeah you couldn't the quality would go down because you'd be rushing you know yeah I think it would suck a lot of the joy out of it mm-hmm. too for me like if I had to get a video out next week so we could pay our electric bill yeah that's then, stressful. Yeah. yeah it sucks yep. so it'll always just be a part-time thing we'll see how this how long I stay focused on it like talk about someone with fleeting interest there's a good chance in a year and a half that I'm on to the next thing you're done yeah yeah I'm done do you have a lot of hobbies I did but it seems like YouTube is taking away from them but yeah I'm definitely one of those I like to dabble in a lot of things so sports has always been big I don't play golf anymore but I still play hockey on Sunday nights which is just 
our excuse to go drink beers in the parking lot. A bunch of grown men who shouldn't be playing hockey. <laughs> um, I'd love that though. I'd love if my husband yeah. got into something like that. Just need to get I, out. It's great. Yeah. And we <laughs> bunch of 30, 40 year old guys and play hockey poorly. And then we drink beer and we make fun of each other. I feel like it's great. It's good for me later about how sore you are. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Passing around Advils. Yeah. yeah. So I play, uh, I play a little bit of guitar at this point. Not as much as I'd like to, but I do play guitar. Um, and then you got the family time, right? So Tiff, I've got twins. You and I have talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Throw twins on top of the mix. And How old are yours? They're almost four now. Almost four now? It's yeah. getting better, isn't it? <sighs> <laughs> you can finally breathe. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. I mean, it is, but it doesn't it feel like it. Yeah. yeah. Five was better, but the attitudes, they just increase. Just one more. Yeah. 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 They get it's tough. Boys as well? A boy and a girl. Oh. Yeah. Cool. We were one and done. That was it. Yep. Same. <laughs> no mas. <laughs> <laughs> good yeah <laughs> Tiff, you might know this like we we were researching it after we had the twins we my wife actually was researching not me can't take credit apparently once you have twins yeah the odds of having twins again skyrockets yeah yeah no thanks yeah. no thanks so that's a yeah i got snipped and that was i'd be having no chance yeah my husband got <laughs> snipped as well yeah yep right after <laughs> You guys are funny. <laughs> no filters here. Once you've yeah. experienced two kids crying on you all day, you know what hell is and you don't want to be there again. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's bad enough with one, you can kind of like pass it around. Two, you can't. <laughs> That's yours. Don't bring it over here. You take care of that one. <laughs> it's also harder to find help. Yes. Like people are a lot less willing to want to watch twins than they are two kids different ages. Yeah. I was fortunate for grandparents, but then I didn't want to abuse them on like the weekend. So we just didn't go anywhere. That was our, that's how we solved it. Sadly, we just like stayed home for like three years. We're the same way. Yeah. And then one of us would go out yeah. only if you had another person lined up to help you in case something happened because twins, <laughs> yeah. like what I say, like I went into depression <laughs> twins yeah. yeah it's rough like it, it, it definitely puts a strain yeah. on relationships it's oh, yeah. a true test for sure yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a great meme with tom hanks i don't know if you've seen it though and it's like first week with twins and he's like smiling and then at the end it's like him and castaway <laughs> like, yeah. like one... i have seen that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one year and he's just like well said yeah <laughs> that's yeah. that's racing twins <laughs> someone sent me that last week i think See, like it's perfect it never gets old. it's just like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah that's why you can see at maker camp they're all like you don't want to try that you don't want to do that and i'm like i'm good just chilling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one can understand like why i don't want to like go bang on metal i'm like nope unless <laughs> you hit metal <laughs> I just want to be me. <laughs> I get it. I get yeah, it. it was nice. <laughs> Came home and I was like, oh, my children. <laughs> this again. Good reprieve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Oh, I've been, I wanted to know, did you ever um, get a name for your planner? I have not officially named it. There's so many good options that people left in the comments. Like I really liked thickness. Leia is the funniest to me. Oh my God. Like that's just, that's incredible. I feel like that should have been it. Or that. No, yeah. Like, somebody suggested that one. That, one's that was, cool. that was the first comment. 30 seconds after I posted the video or however long the person took to get to that part. That's amazing. Thickness Leia came through and I was like, wow, that's, that is brilliant. The problem <laughs> is I can't figure out how I'm going to make a sticker other than it just says Thickness Leia. So that's been the main holdup, honestly. <laughs> it's just getting the right. Well, it's just, it's just a, a Leia kind of cartoon with thick thighs. I, I think so, <laughs> which is beyond the scope of my Photoshop skills, but yeah. I'm sure you can look it up if someone probably already has it. I'm pretty sure. Just look up thickness with two C's. Yeah. You'll find her. You'll find her. <laughs> She'll be out there. His wife, his wife walks by as he's searching for this. He looks at your Google search history. Hey, Why are you researching thickness like? <laughs> for YouTube, babe. It's for YouTube. It is. Like. The best part of that, Mary Lou, is like, that's so likely to happen. And that's probably how the whole thing would play out. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. It's funny. Your commercial that you have, the one that I shared to our page, um, cracks me up with the palettes. Yeah. Are you planning on doing any more commercials like that? Because I just think that would be a funny like thing for shorts or something on YouTube. That would be really just like a nice add-on. That wouldn't take too long, hopefully, to make. But I'm sorry, I'm putting pressure on, but it was really good. No, so that was part of a video on there, like this this parody type concept that I played around with. And the video did all right. It didn't bomb by any stretch, but I was hoping it would have done better. Um, I've considered just chopping parts of it up and making a bunch of shorts because, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think it lends itself to a short. It's a matter of time. And um, I, I really want to do one. I, I've been kicking this idea around. I'll, I probably will next year at some point. Because that, that was definitely the whole video was just a roast of woodworkers in general and how ridiculous we are. Yeah. But I think I'm going to roast content creators who are woodworkers. Like there's a lot of avenues you could take well, here. We'll pick from. Yeah, there's a lot of people and just dumb shit that we do. Like, um, so yeah, I'll probably do another one in the future. I do like that you roast yourself within your videos. <laughs> Did you hurt yourself when you fell down? that um <laughs> it was like a hill into like a apparently he's quite nimble bush because <laughs> it looked like you threw yourself down pretty hard like you were rolling down there. <laughs> all right let me tell you the story on that shot Please. you'll appreciate this mary lou with the film yeah. background keep in mind that we've got a bunch of hacks that are filming this thing right it's like <laughs> my wife is in the car because she's doing her b-roll sequence and then i got my neighbor who's he's the one actually running the camera so that is a very steep hill. It's steeper than it looks on camera, actually. And you, you know, know this. it looks steep. <laughs> like, I could tell. I was like, is he going to run? Like, because you flew into it, oh. it looked like. And then it shows the actual hill. And I was like, there's no hill. Like, it's steep. <laughs> and wow. we don't have dirt here. We have clay. Which clay is just like bricks, right? Yeah. And, th and that's it's not even that's a fucking retention pond it's like it's ridiculous that i went down there so anyways we're filming it i do it one time the guy who's following me we go back and we watch it it wasn't like 
the right shot. I had something really specific in mind and we eventually got it. Wasn't the right shot. It's like, let's try it again, get a little bit closer to me so he can really see me like going up, up and over. Do it again, of course. That one I didn't love either. It's like this one, I was like, stay, just stay on my ass and I'm going to run really quickly and get it. So we finally get it. I'm so pumped. I had already cut my arm a couple of times because it's there's rocks and everything yeah. down there. I run back into the house because it's right by my house. And I didn't have my mic on. <laughs> and the sound effect is what makes it. Like you hear me go, whoop, whoop. Yeah, like the tumble. Yeah. So I, I told my wife, I said, Jess, we like, we got to go shoot it again. She's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And my neighbor had already left. So my wife is the one who shot that one. And I was like, I'm going full send on this. I'm going to really tumble down the hill. I almost hit my head on this big rock. You can almost see it in there. Like, thank God I didn't. I would have knocked myself out. But yeah. And I've got, I still have scars on my arm. From it. <laughs> That's dedication. I was going to say commitment. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah. I would have just done some Foley. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that shit again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to make all these sounds in my room. Just like cut to me hitting a beanbag. <laughs> Making sounds. How do I do it with like plastic bags? You're like punching yeah. them. Yeah. Exactly. I, I yeah. would do the same thing. I won't lie. I'd be making sound effects up and just doing a voiceover. <laughs> oh, it's just mouth sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. like babe let's go we gotta go <laughs> and she was so mad like just I mean, she's a really good sport about all these things she, she'll film scenes for me occasionally when i need a little bit of movement to make it interesting she probably she was not a happy camper, <laughs> yeah. nothing's better though than seeing someone that you're with just be passionate about something and and you know that just helps you know get you excited about it too so it's nice that she joins in she's such a good cheerleader like a, a lot of the stuff that we're doing in the, these videos it's, just, it's so absurd that one specifically and she's she's the most supportive person like, if you want to do it we'll do it if you need my help we'll help and then if she needs to watch the kids so i can film something quickly she'll always watch himself so, yeah um the people behind the scenes are always pretty important to making this thing happen especially when you got a family going on yeah it's great it's awesome now did you have your garage all decked out or did you have a big build out before you started filming or was it always nice and pretty and neat uh so i was working out of a shed basically for seven ish years like six seven years the shed in my backyard i would break down and sit up on my patio mm -hmm. um and so funny story here's a, a an exclusive for behind the maker <laughs> podcast i don't think i've ever told anyone this Ooh. yeah that shop is not at my house. No. Uh, so my parents have a house in the neighborhood and there's no garage at my house. So they, when they bought that house, I finally had access to a garage and everything that was in the shed moved into the shop. You took it over. I took it over, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, so it was all like, I, I had the woodworking experience. So it wasn't like I was building something out and learning woodworking for the first time. I already knew yeah. exactly what I wanted for the most part but it was all done before youtube that's cool. yeah. Yeah. the star wars stuff too or that stuff you built on since you started no that was most of it was before and that was another thing that just like completely spiraled out of control honestly like i the first big purchase i made when i got the shop because i no longer had to be portable and everything was the new table saw and it's like the dream saw i love the thing 
and I was looking at it and it's black. And I was like, you're just, you are fucking badass. You're like, you're like Darth Vader. And then I, I think I wrote, it was like, you're like, you're like the Death Star, this thing. I was like, no, you're like, you're Darth Blader. And that's how the whole thing started. Just me talking to myself, looking at it. That's awesome. I like that you just sat there and like hyped yourself up. You're like, yeah. <laughs> We'll see where you honestly, are. yeah, I would probably do the same yeah. <laughs> and get super hyped. <laughs> oh, totally. I, I was yeah. so excited. Yeah. <laughs> That's great though. I love it. It gives you personality. And I love your um your sign in the background, your whole your whole catchphrase. What is it? No BS. Kind of funny. <laughs> no bullshit, kind of funny woodworking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So that goes back to the whole branding thing, right? Like mm-hmm. it, the, the no bullshit kind of funny woodworking is on the back of the mind when you're writing every single script. Like, how do you stay consistent to this? How do you have a, a nice brand voice? All of that. Yeah. That's and then hammer it home in the videos with the sign behind me. So people are constantly seeing it. No. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I like it. I noticed you place it, you know, strategically. I like it. It's not by accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I love Mary Lou's shop. I know you're starting to pack it up and <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> bring up bad stuff don't bring us down <laughs> don't bring us down <laughs> but the vibe she's created in there is so cool i love it it just when you film in there and i know your new shop's gonna be just as amazing or better yeah i'm kind of um i'm excited uh about that situation too uh, it's gonna be a one-car garage as well John so actually when I was watching your video I was really paying attention to your to your setup because it's actually very similar to what I had imagined mine would kind of my new shop would sort of be like um so yeah it it was kind of hyping me up too and I'm excited to do a new shop build out shop build outs are fun like really fun it's more fun than like you would think because it seems like a lot of boring (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like a lot of organizing a lot of like figuring out where things need to be um and then in my case you know like how how can I make all this shit look aesthetically pleasing Uh at the same time and also make sense that I can work efficiently because I am working like I I make videos at this point based off of my commissions yeah Um, so I still need to work and everything needs to make sense, but I also want it to look good. And so it, it's, it's a lot more fun than I, I would have thought. So I'm like seriously considering making this a service. <laughs> 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 There's enough, uh, you know, content creators that. I think so how many people raised their hand when you were like, would you like everybody? Everybody. <laughs> like I had so many DMs and at like, you know, a certain point, I don't even know how to respond anymore. It's just like funny. Like, I'm like you guys are silly. <laughs> Someone said you could be the Marie Kondo of makers. <laughs> Good my, though. My response is like, does this used piece of sandpaper bring you joy? This brought joy in your life. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. You're like, I have five more uses out of it. If you leave it, if you filmed yourself while doing people's like remodels, do you know how funny that would be? I'm just picturing you trying to do like Christina's, like naturally made by hand, because she like doesn't throw away any of her sandpaper. I would organize her pieces of sandpaper. According to size and color. Don't throw that out. Don't throw that out. (laughs) Yeah. 
I think the cool thing about we're just like planning this whole show out right now but I think the cool thing too would be working with makers is like I wouldn't have to do it by myself like I'm like yeah. all right I think it would be cool if you had a table over here go and build that yeah, yeah. exactly this, yeah you make that over and here this. yeah you know you it would be a cool collab right? yeah I know. I know it's like I guess that's it <laughs> new, brand. Yeah. new brand no, got it <laughs> Right All right, we done here? Yeah. All right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, I could actually really see that though. <laughs> You'd watch that, right? That's pretty pretty dope. <laughs> People love shop talk. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> on your bench today, Mary Lou. <laughs> I tune out when people shop talk. I'm like the only person I does that, I guess. No, I am too. I don't. I want to know what's going on with them. <laughs> Not on their table. Hmm? Yeah. I wonder why I have a show called Behind the Maker. Because <laughs> I don't want to care. I don't care. Don't talk right. about what you make. <laughs> yeah. All adding up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because like I do use that leave quietly button <laughs> on, on Clubhouse and fully admit if they get too heavy in shop talk, I'm out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So what is like your favorite movie besides Star Wars? I'm kind of curious. Like, what'd you grow up watching? Mm. Mm. That's a tough one. I know. That's why. Give me a few. We don't need just one. That would be a hard one for me to answer. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't give you one. I'm not going to have, a, I'll give you my answer. It's not going to be like a great answer. Um, but it's important to me for a couple of reasons. Um, but Forrest Gump was just like, was so, yeah, it was just such a good movie. I watched it. It's, it's an emotional one because I watched it so much. My grandpa is no longer with us because he lived with us for a long time. Like everything about that movie, I love like the storytelling behind it. The soundtrack is just like, I, I think the soundtrack almost makes that movie in a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a nostalgic trip through, um, through time right mm -hmm. uh so forrest gump i would say is is my number one by far great. and i would put That's that in front answer. of star mm -hmm. wars and, and whatnot <laughs> who do you i have watched a few of your videos and you compare yourself to a few people i know like i don't know why I'm, i can't think of his name right now like kylo ren but like you compare yourself what, what were the people so i let me let's put this or out there i do not people, people compare me people. Yeah. yes yes I get, I get, this is what Kylo Ren's up to these days constantly, which for those who don't know, Adam Driver, which I don't even look like Adam Driver. Yeah. It's the nose and the eyes. I, suppose, like, I guess we both have big noses. Like there's a pretty big <laughs> profile here. Um, I get Kylo Ren constantly. Who's the other one that I always get? Um, I get Pee Wee Herman occasionally. And then the one that I, I get from time to time is a guy who's on Barstool Sports. I don't know if you're familiar with Barstool. I know um, what it is, but I don't pay attention. You'll have, yeah, you'll have to look him up after because this is the one I actually look like. He yeah. looks like me, actually. His name is Tommy Smokes, and I get that one pretty frequently. Tommy too. Smokes. We're, we're, we are very similar, just the features, the, really? the personality. Yeah. He's got a good name. Yeah. I don't know. Marilu, I don't look like Adam Driver, do I? I see it. I like want to see you with long hair. <laughs> and then I'll be like, Did you have a phase with the long hair or was it always short? So my hair goes up 
it doesn't go down. So, so it's like always been short. <laughs> it's always been short. Yeah. Is it curl? It's wavy. It's not curly. It sucks. Yeah. It's like a freaking Brillo pad. It's the worst. Kylo <laughs> Ren's cool, though. That's a cool like I wouldn't mind. When I was younger, um, my cousins used to always compare me to the Olsen twins. And they used to like drive me crazy. <laughs> it's like I don't I I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess it was something they'd, they'd call me the third Olsen twin. I was like, first of all, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Be a triplet. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, I'd want to be a Jedi. It's probably a personality <laughs> thing more than a looks. For me or for him? Or no, for you. For you. <laughs> I wish I was. For him, it's looks. Brother. It's absolutely looks. Yeah. 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 I do like you have to get a nice black wig for Halloween and just, just do Go it. Go for it. Just a yeah. little bob. Give us what we want. <laughs> <laughs> Just have the lights flicker up in his shop with the wig on and then down. (laughs) I got to call him Mary Lou for the lighting. That's beyond my scope. (laughs) Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot easier than people think. So you're saying you want to be Mary Lou's first customer. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) First episode. (laughs) Fix John's shop. It's perfect. Not only do you not have to build everything, you don't have to film everything. Your shop is like, it, it would be easier to be like, yeah. okay, what do you want like, me to do? Why what is screwdriver here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's so well organized. And I love that little like boom thing that you have that you were showing. That up. thing is cool. Yeah, like. Just yeah, like, your boom arm. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the boom arm for a second? Yeah, let's talk about it. Because the boom arm is the bane of my existence right now. Oh. So, is it? Why? Because it comes up in like in every video it seems like i'm either talking to it or people see it and i get comments that are saying this is constantly you're going to see it in a second what i'm talking about can you give us plans for the boom arm can you do a video on the boom arm now the cynical person to me is just like it's a straight piece of wood like what are you looking for and then i just i screwed it to the wall with a hinge that was it but then there's a part of me it's like when i was starting out i would have I wouldn't know anything. I'd like to understand how you did the angles and how you screwed it. What did you attach it with? So I'm actually remaking the boom arm right now. I'm ah. filming a video on it. I'm so angry at the whole process because <laughs> just I'm remaking something that does not need to be remade for YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like th- that sums up YouTube perfectly, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> What yeah. are you, what, what's like your title? Cause now I'm like interested in your title strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back and forth on this. I'm either going to position this like as how to build the most useful shop accessory. And then the thumbnail will be somewhat mm. like mysterious um, or it'll just be how to build a boomer. I, I haven't quite figured it out yet. Probably the most useful shop accessory because people that's somewhat controversial. Someone's going to be like, you asshole, that's not the most useful shop accessory you're such a douchebag type of thing so i'll (laughs) probably go that route i assume i get like on the tools video specifically i mean i I mean i get it like it's the internet you're hiding behind a computer 
just some of the comments are just so ridiculous and you just wonder what is going on in this person's life that they feel the need to make this comment like it's just and there's also the part of me I I use it for content when I can like if I can get a funny clap back I'll I'll clap back and I'll put it in an Instagram story people seem to like it yeah Um, people love a clap back love a clap back but here's the other problem like I could get let's say I get a couple hundred comments a day and by and large, 99% of them are really positive. Love the video, love what you're doing type of thing. The first one that I see though, in the middle of the day, that's negative is the one that catches my attention and puts me in a shitty mood. And it's the one that I'm most likely to respond. And I hate that about YouTube, hate it. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be hard to let it go. It's like, I don't know if it's my nature. I think somewhat just comes with the territory, but like the fact that that eats at me and not all the positive comments yeah. drives me insane. Yeah. I wish I could solve that for you. Yes. Yeah, no, that does suck. That, that sucks that that's the one that stays with you instead of all those great things people are saying all day. Yeah. And it's like, and it happens time and time again. The positive comments are like, oh, that's so nice of them to say. And someone says something stupid and there's really no basis for, basis for it most of the time, but that's the one that gets you pissed off. Yeah. And you want to argue with them, but your job isn't to argue with them. We're not going to convince anyone to see something differently in the comment section. It is what it is. I was just kind of like, fuck the haters. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, you make something. Yeah. <laughs> you share your experience about it and have yeah. read you. Yeah. Just kind of, I mean, not all YouTube is art, but just putting yourself out there to any capacity, you know, is, is a vulnerable thing. So it, it is easy to kind of latch on to, or I wouldn't say latch on to, but like at moments focus on, you know, the the negative stuff, but like, you know, in a couple of years, looking back at that video, you're not going to give a fuck about that one thing that guy said. And you're just going to probably see like how well that video is doing now. And that guy's probably trolling other people too. And being ain't shitness. (laughs) So do you send the bill for the therapy session or do I just need to write in? (laughs) How does this work? (laughs) No, I'm like 50% uh, love, light and positivity and 50% I fucking hate everybody. So yeah. <laughs> that's kind I, of how I, I like operate on a daily. <laughs> I get that vibe. Yeah. That, that's one of the things too. Like I'm, I don't, obviously you can tell I don't put any effort in Instagram. I purely have it there. So people can, if they need to message me something, we can have a, a conversation. I'm definitely envious of people who have built a community on Instagram because it's very supportive. Like you have a lot of great interaction with people. YouTube is just a cesspool. Of, I mean, there's, Again, 99% of the comments are great, but there's not a lot of interaction back and forth. It's not a true community. So that's, I'm completely envious of people for Instagram in that regard. You could so easily just throw those shorts on there too, like snippets and beads, and then your community comes there. But I, I see that. I, I totally get it. It's weird that YouTube isn't interactive like that but it's it's here's my content enjoy it it's not there to socialize so i can see why you got that instagram the way i 
think about Instagram, um, I always, well, not all the time, because I do insert more of my personality into Instagram, but I think of it as like a behind the scenes as well. Yeah. Like when I am making a video, I like to show some of that process, not too much, because then people are going to think I'm a teacher. I'm like, no, but um, <laughs> yeah, just like enough to okay. kind of, yeah, exactly. Like, here's kind of how I do this, or here's uh, just what I'm doing right now. And that that's how I've been able to kind of build my uh, Instagram, I guess, like you said, like community. Yeah. Also, I just want to say, you know, she's that 50-50 of happy-go-lucky and (laughs) if you watch her videos, whenever she finishes a Buffy steak, the little stab at the end, (laughs) (laughs) shows it right there. Best part. (laughs) There's a dark side. It's not just the lighting. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of sci-fi watching. (laughs) so good i feel like i you were gonna say something earlier and i interrupted you too john were you gonna say something else it was probably about how much i despise youtube in the comment section i I can't remember (laughs) but that it does have to be the hardest part just dealing with just random people spewing whatever they want to spew at you that very moment yeah yeah you know let, let me add also the little asterisks like I'm very fortunate the channel's grown, so like it's a good position to be in, and I'm happy that I'm dealing with it and instead of not getting any comments. But yeah, it's it's definitely something that I think about way more than I should. Like the fact that it takes up even a fraction of the bandwidth in my day that it does makes me angry. Yeah. But it's what it is. So yeah. how do you plan your videos, like the topic? All right, so I've got a couple different things that I do it's it's a good question the a lot of the topic ideas like before I started the whole thing right so let's circle back to January last year and this is the day job kicking in I basically audited as many YouTube channels that are in the maker woodworking space that I possibly can right so it's it's not just watching the video for the sake of watching it it's what gets views on this channel what do people react to what are the comments section looks like why is this video getting less than that? So on and so on. Why does it seem like they're downtrending while other channels are going up? What are they doing differently, right? So I saw a lot of trends, right? And that's one of the reasons that you're not going to see many build videos. Build videos on YouTube are just, they're a dime a dozen. Like, hey, yeah. look at me build this cutting board. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what are you doing differently in your cutting board video that someone else isn't doing type of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's probably an element that people got, or the market got oversaturated during COVID where everyone was putting out build videos because there were all these people building for the first time. Uh, yeah. Um, so, and then you see the trends and things that are working. So that kind of created the focus of the channel on what people are gravitating towards. And you see the topics that people are, are viewing and commenting on and engaging with. So there's that element. I'm a member of a bunch of woodworking Facebook groups. I don't actively participate, but I'll troll around in them. And if you see the same posts and questions and comments over and over again. And a lot of people commenting back, that's a red flag. And you say, all right, that's probably a topic that's worth exploring, right? Because this is, it's so great because you've got your customer demo is right there giving you real-time info in terms of what they're interested in. So that helps steer some conversations. Um, And then there's also just the element of, if I've seen a video on YouTube and I think it's a decent topic, 
and I thought that they did a shitty job covering it and I could put a new spin on it, I'm probably going to do a video on it. So it's an element of all of those things coming together. So do you like write a bunch of ideas and then kind of decide or just whatever sort of speaking to you in the moment, something that seems more popular than another idea? Um, I've got probably, I don't know, let's call it 10 or so ideas that are like, I feel like are really solid ideas that in the hopper right now. And they're either in some form of a rough draft, there's a rough script, or there's just bullet points. Um, but as far as the prioritizing, a lot of it is just like you said, like what I feel like doing. Like, I, what sounds and, fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This sounds fun. Or like, I, I was getting some pressure from people like, when are you going to build something type of thing? Like, you're just going to talk all the time. And not that you want to let the comment section steer the direction of your channel, but yeah, you got to validate that you also know how to build things. You can't just yap in every single video. And the last video I put out was a, a buildish type video. I actually built the table I'm sitting at right now. But it was a completely different spin on a build video. It's like, if I'm going to do a build video, I'm going to do it exactly how I want to do it. It's going to be information based. <laughs> that you feel. Yeah. That was nice. I drilled, I drilled to the top of the fucking table. <laughs> I love how you started that too. Like, come watch how I messed up my table twice. You know, like you hit it strong. Because <laughs> you, yeah. that per and then you saved it for like later in the end so that people could see it. Well, I mean, obviously it happened later too, but it's like, here's a little, here's the first fuck up. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go again. But like, got to give them a reason to stick around, right? If yeah. you don't, retention yeah. crashes and the video is not promoted. Like it's such a game you have to play, but yeah, I, I love trying to figure out the game. I spend a, a considerable amount of time and people probably wouldn't believe this because my intros are basic, but what does the first 15, 20 seconds of the video look like? Mm -hmm. What am I saying? What is the hook? Do I need B-roll? If I was casually watching this thing, would I give a shit what this guy has to say for the rest of it? Would I stick around for the full 12 minutes if it's a 12 minute video? So it probably gets the most attention of anything. Like I, I rewrote an intro for an upcoming video last night, probably 10 to 15 times. I still don't like it. And it's going to be a, a seven second clip, but it's, it's crazy how much time goes into it. Well, if I can help you at all, um, which you're already kind of doing, but uh, good storytelling always kind of starts with conflict so that the character or whatever, the environment um, goes through a growth or a change throughout yeah. the arc of the story. So you're already there. But if that's just another thing you can like hold on to, just like um, like you were saying earlier, like what your, uh, your brand carrying that through, that's like yeah. also up there that nobody really thinks about, it's conflict. Like that's, so the conflict thing is interesting and I've been thinking a lot. I, I use like Tiff mentioned the, the fuck ups or whatever. To me, it's kind of conflict, but I've thought no, about that it. That is a, a lot. conflict. Yeah. Yeah. And I watch a ton of people ask us all the time, like also, where do you get the inspiration from? I watch a lot of YouTube videos that are completely outside the scope of what we do. Like some of my favorite guys, there's a new content creator called Airac out who blew up last year. And he's I basically classify him as a more current version of Mr. Beast, even though Mr. Beast is pretty current and absolutely crushing it. Um, but a lot of the inspiration and the pacing comes from those guys. So I, I watch a lot of the interviews they do, like, and there's so much thought that goes into their videos. Like, it's just, it's crazy. But um, all of them in particular talk about, like you said, there's going to be some form of conflict. You have to introduce a resolution. Then there's going to be a twist. You, like 
because people are actively looking for a reason to leave the video. So you got to give them a reason to keep sticking around. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you try to stay Good in the time though. range? I don't like for when I first got started, I was like, videos have to be short. You got to get in there and get out. and They're on to the next one. But then it's transitioned more into if the content is still good and I still have more to say, the video is going to be as long as the video needs to be until I'm done yeah. talking about it. Now, I'm not going to make a 20 minute, 25 minute video on anything because that's just too much narrative. But if I can go for 12, 13 minutes, I think the table video is probably close to that. And it's engaging in that that video, ironically enough, which is my one of my longest videos, the retention on that video is incredible. Like it's, it's awesome. you want to you want to try and get Mr. Beast uses a statistic, get 70% retention, and then your video has a chance to take off. You keep the brain engaged. Like you're constantly giving information, but like we said earlier, you'll throw a movie clip in there or something like that. Like just something to switch it up for a moment. And then you're back into educating or just talking about a topic. Now it's really cool. The other thing too, that's important. And the, like, let me also preface this with, I'm not a YouTube expert. I still have so much to learn on this, but I think it's really important. This is more of a nine to five kicking in. If you don't have a good resource or resources you can go to and have someone critically look at your work, I think you're just setting yourself up to potentially fail. So I've got two guys who also have YouTube channels and we'll send each other rough draft. We'll send each other drafts as we're working through the entire thing. And we are just beating the shit out of each other's videos. And you get so, or you fall in love with a video after you spend hours and hours filming and editing and, or the, you, there comes a time where you're like i can't even look at this anymore i'm going cross-eyed and i hate everything about it so if you don't have a fresh set of eyes and someone who's going to give you candid honest feedback i think you're like you're you just have such a tougher hill to climb than someone who has that resource that's smart yeah i have a couple couple of those i call them pr yeah. <laughs> one of them is my brother <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, yeah, they all watch because sometimes, you know, maybe I didn't say something or I didn't insert, I don't know, something didn't really make sense to them because um, they're not makers at all, which yeah. I like because it, I'm like, would this make sense to somebody who doesn't know how to do anything, you know, in a shop? Like, yeah. And that's, that's important to me too, because I'm, I'm not trying to make an average build video either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's, that's the one thing that I, I see on Instagram the most. And you just look at these accounts and no one in particular comes to mind, but right. Like you see them posting all these videos nonstop. You don't see a ton of channel growth. You don't see a ton of interaction, but every once in a while there's a couple of people and it's the same ones like great video, great job type of thing. Right. You know, like if you actually pulled that someone aside and you asked them, what did you really think of that thing? You, would they say great job? Like there's a reason things don't grow and you're not getting interaction. And, um, I guess that's one of the negatives. So the Instagram communities, it's it's almost too positive in that regard sometimes. Where YouTube, like your video is not taken off on YouTube, but people don't like it, right? Yeah, so, it's very obvious. Make, it, it's very obvious, yeah. <laughs> For sure. So much like goes into it. It's it's insane. I love it. Yeah, I appreciate um, how much you put into your videos, John. They're really good. Thanks. It's um again, I feel like I, I've like, I've watched a couple of them back recently, some of the earlier ones and I'm, I cringe as I watch them. The pacing is bad. I was yeah, using same. a mic that cuts out. Yeah. yeah it's like, same. 
there's so much growth and you get excited about what it could look like in a couple of years. That's something that energizes me the most. Obviously when a video takes off, that's exciting. Yeah. You're like, what could a video actually look like in a couple of years? Could you, could you truly reinvent like what a build video looks like? Could you put enough of a spin on it that people aren't just sitting there doing a voiceover of, and now I make a cut that's eight inches yeah. wide. And then I take it to the miter. So it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I can't wait to have you back in a year or so. And we'll see where you are, you know, we'll check in. 50, 50 chance. I'm even doing YouTube. So. You might be gone. <laughs> One of those accounts. <laughs> I highly doubt it. No, there's a passion. You can see it. There's going to be a lot of growth, even more. I mean, you've already done incredible, but you're just going to keep going. Just the, the amount of work that you put into everything is just amazing. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Well, it actually does mean a lot. Yeah. I, it's, I think I told you right away when I first saw your videos. I think, I don't remember how we got connected, but I was just like, dude, you stand out and you, you do. I, I love it. So yeah, very impressive. That is. So thank you again. You're out next Sunday. If your family asks. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good. We've got it like record and then the next week it releases we've been trying to be very good about that a lot of pressure i'll be more nervous for that for this video coming out than i will a video that i pour hours and hours of my life into <laughs> that's that's how i was yeah. don't <laughs> judge me yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god did i say something stupid <laughs> but now i'm like it's not me so i feel fine <laughs> so funny because i just like i asked her so last minute i'm like hey what are you doing later and i knew you wouldn't be nervous at all because you're interviewing somebody you're not getting yeah isn't it yeah. totally different when you don't it's have a that whole friend? different vibe it's yeah. weird as the person interviewing you forget that the person you're interviewing is gonna be nervous <laughs> like because you're so used to being over here so yeah i get nervous every time like every every podcast i'm like oh my god <laughs> what are they gonna ask me today <laughs> what, what am i saying am i gonna be able to talk for an hour yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this. <laughs> what if they don't like me? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't even care about that. <laughs> there goes that, that 50% yeah. dark. Yeah. 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 I just saw the light switch flick off. Yeah. Right? It's all making like, sense. See how quick it happens? Yeah. 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 It's real yeah. quick. <laughs> good night, guys. Thank you for joining me. I gotta go paint this thing. Get to it. Have a good night, Bye. everyone. Mary Lou, nice to meet you. It's nice meeting you, John. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, please follow us on our Instagrams, YouTubes. You can become a Patreon if you'd like to help support the show. And we also have merch. So check that out. We can't wait to get season two rolling next week. You're going to be seeing our one year anniversary interview with Kevin from lefties. So look forward to that and uh, have a great day. Bye.